Hello, everybody. This is Julie D from NordoniaHills.News and Secrets Under the Sizzle. So I'm going to start doing these audio recordings and kind of explain a little of the backstory behind the chapters. We're starting with Chapter 7 because that's the newest one. In case you don't know about this um, series, it is a series about two sisters who have a steak restaurant and all the different things that happen around their, you know, around their lives. After I read the story, I will talk about the backstory. One Sunday afternoon, a week following the Treville Festival, sisters Marsha and Taylor found themselves sipping tea at Treville Nutrition, a beloved local establishment known for its shakes and assorted hot beverages. As they chatted, they reflected on the festival's success and contemplated improvements for the upcoming year. We certainly need to recruit more volunteers, Marcia pointed out, stirring her tea thoughtfully. Taylor nodded in agreement. Absolutely. I'm still trying to recover from all the hard work it took to organize the event. Marcia couldn't help but smile. But the bright side is people genuinely enjoyed it. We've had many customers come into the restaurant sharing their positive experiences. Taylor chimed in, yes, some even compared it to the community expo we used to host. Once they finished discussing the festival, Taylor shifted the conversation to a more serious tone. Now that things have calmed down, we should probably report Marco's disappearance to the police. Marcia concurred without hesitation. Absolutely, let's make that our priority first thing tomorrow morning. Later that evening, Jeff and Bob, the sisters' husbands, found themselves at the Thirsty Bluegill. Over Boilermakers, they engaged in a lively discussion about the Vaporville Spitaliers. Jeff was contemplating putting a hefty wager on the team, while Bob was attempting to dissuade him from making such a risky move. All the while, Bob's attention was intermittently drawn to an attractive blonde perched at the far end of the bar. Their secret rendezvous back at her apartment had become a weekly occurrence, and they found themselves speculating whether this evening would unfold in the same captivating manner. In the early dawn, a quiet town, the quiet town, was jolted by an earthquake. The inhabitants hastily emerged from their homes to assess the aftermath. The sisters, who were at their restaurant gearing up for the day, observed the hanging mum basket swinging. They promptly assessed the Treville app on their phones, where notification revealed a 3.5 magnitude earthquake had just taken place. They inspected for any possible damage, but found none. In reality, the only casualty was a few broken eggs dropped by Penelope Peak, who was startled by an unexpected course, unexpected occurrence on the lake after the earthquake. She cherished her lakefront property, but this morning's suddenly activity on the lake left her taken aback. Could that be a body? She voiced out loud, despite the absence of anyone else. Penelope, also known as a town eccentric, was often spotted rowing her modest boat, accompanied by her French lot bunnies, Flopsy and Mopsy. Without hesitation, she dialed the police. However, the authorities were overwhelmed with calls related to the earthquake, and considering Penelope's reputation as somewhat peculiar, they didn't rush to respond. The lake, being fairly secluded, was one of the reasons Penelope appreciated her home's location. Upon completing their morning tasks, 
Marsha and Taylor made their way to the police station. They were taken aback by the sight of many officers engaged in phone conversations about the earthquake, attempting to alleviate people's anxieties as no damage had been reported. The sisters managed to find an available officer to whom they relay their concerns con regarding Marco's disappearance. Suddenly, a rookie police officer burst into the station, panting and announced, there's a body floating in Turtle, Turtle Lake. The rookie had been delegated to pay a visit to Penelope, who resided just blocks away. To verify her lake sighting, the police chief questioned why he hadn't radioed the information in, to which the novice officer responded, overwhelmed with excitement, that he had sprinted all the way to the station and totally forgot to notify them via radio. In this close-knit community, news spreads like wildfire, and the solitary witness from that faithful nocturnal mission was finally ready to unveil what she knew. To be continued. Now, let me give you a little background on uh, why I, why, you know, why some of the characters have these names and some things that happened in my personal life that, that um, added to the story. So first of all, they, um, it mentions in chapter seven about Treville nutrition. Well, of course, that was um, inspired by Macedonian nutrition, a place where I love to get shakes and they have like coffee and tea and they have sweets <clears throat> and it's just a lovely uh, local hangout and it's owned by um, people from the community, which is great. So if you're, um, haven't, went to Macedonia Nutrition. They're located on the corner of Route 82 and Valley View Road in um, Macedonia across from the Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, let's see. And they're talking about Treeville um, Festival. You know, this kind of um, gave me vibes to the expo that I used to be involved with. And one of the problems we always had with the expo is getting volunteers. So anybody that's helped planning an event can totally relate to the fact that there's less volunteers these days. Um, and even more so since COVID, it's hard to get volunteers. So that was my inspiration for that. Um, let's see, Thirsty Bluegill. So I came up with that name for a bar. Um, basically, when I was growing up, we had a small pond in the backyard. And uh, one of the, the favorite um fish for catching was bluegill. I know they're kind of small and everything, but you know, my mom used to fry them in the pan and they tasted so good. So that's why I named the bar Thirsty Bluegill. Um, let's see. Um, what else inspired me? Oh yeah. Penelope. Um, so Penelope, um, her name is Penelope Peak. And I had a English teacher named Mrs. Peak, who was very strict, but I always remember her. And Penelope, is the, that name came from a joke my dad used, or a, like a story joke that my dad used to tell about snakes hissing in the pit. Um, and then Flopsy and Mopsy. Well, I actually um, raised rabbits when I was growing up, um, and it was my job to tame them. And Flopsy and Mopsy were uh, some of the names. Um, we had a lot of rabbits, so. We had a lot of names, but at one point we did have a Flopsy and a Mopsy. Um, in, in regards to the mum basket swinging, I was actually at Chi-Chi's years ago, 
I mean, yeah, like years ago when uh, there was an earthquake and um, the, the hanging baskets were swinging. So that's what prompted me to add that little tidbit. Um, I think those are really like the big things in this one. Um, Turtle Lake was, you know, obviously very common lake name and the sisters grew up in West Virginia and my parents are from West Virginia and they grew up in a holler. My mom grew up in a holler. So in previous chapters there are, you know, even more tidbits. Um, but you know, check out the story. I will have a link available or you can go to nordoniahills.news and under sections, click on fiction secrets under the sizzle. If you follow us on social media, you will also see the periodic postings about it. And if you go on our Facebook page, Nordonia Hills News, um, it is it is um, pinned to the top. Let me know how you're doing with the chapters. And um, let me see if I can give you one tidbit about what's to happen in the future. Well, I will tell you that um, the sisters did take take over the restaurant from their father and they used to work in the restaurant for their father. And now they, now it's theirs. And I have not revealed where their father is currently, but in future chapters, we will talk about how he is in a retirement community and they will go visit him and their mother. I did indicate in the story a couple chapters ago that the mother did pass away when the girls were young. So, but more will be, uh, and they don't talk about it. Um, but in future chapters, I think more information will be coming out about that as well. So I hope you're enjoying the story. Um, let me know what you think in the comments. And I want to thank you for listening. And hopefully I'll do it, do this again for the next chapter. Have a good day. Bye-bye.